But now I gotta, I gotta come after shit. I'm so far behind. My God, this guy has lapped the competition. But it may take me two years. But I gotta beat Sid. Because he's the straw that stirs the drink here at WABC. I see it in the analytics. I'm so far behind. But I'm coming for you, Sid, no matter how much time it takes. That's Curtis Sliwa, the genius that is Curtis Sliwa. He's so entertaining and so good. On his afternoon show yesterday, talking about uh, the ratings in the morning, and he says he's going to catch me. And I sent him a text, which you wouldn't know about unless I told you about it. And the text was, and I quote, Curtis, just picture a snail trying to catch Secretariat. That would be you. And by the way, you are... Firmly in second place here. Yes. Firmly in second. Well, when you but, got a guy on the other side of midnight talking about Luigi the Zip. Oh, my God. What is that, a new video game? <laughs> Luigi the Zip. Mario Brothers. <laughs> Luigi the Zip. Oh, God. Is, is he a famous guy? Like, you know about this stuff. I don't. Is he famous? Hey, he's a, you know. You know why you don't like Luigi the Zip? Because he didn't try to shoot you like the guys. <laughs> Although, hey, You're not a real mobster unless you tried to kill Curtis hey, Sliwa. Tough Tony Federici of Parkside in Corona passed away. Now, that's the guy who tried but, to do me in. <laughs> tough Tony Federici. So wh- why do you feel this need to attack uh, your, your teammate and colleague, Frank Morano, all the time? Well, what does that date back to? I know why. Because Gotti was at his wedding. Is that why? Well, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> Uh, I have a whole bunch of reasons. The other, Frank Morano on the other side of Midnight, as you know, yeah. was an intern for me, producer for me, yeah. then got his opportunity, has has really blown it up, the other side of Midnight. But then he was talking about, oh, I'm the best, I got the best ratings. I said, what the hell are you talking about? I'm going to wipe you out like I did that guy before, that Frankie Russo. Right. One day, gone. <laughs> so all of a sudden, you don't hear Frank Morano, you know, talking about I'm the ratings leader. And then Wando Riley, as great as he is, you go on vacation. You put some guy of no consequence from San Diego on. Mike Slater. Uh, yeah, I oh have a my podcast. God. Yeah. By the way, my my dentist has a podcast. <laughs> my plumber has a podcast. It puts this guy on. I say, okay, every time you put him on, watch. And now I'm ahead of him. You're beating him, too. Yeah, but he's great. Well, I mean, he he's great. a great He'll leader. be on at 840. Right, but I'm leading morning. him. You, yeah. If you take off and you put... Somebody who's not ready for prime time, the number one news talk station in the nation, yeah. WABC. Yeah. Then I take that as a personal insult. I'm coming after you. Frank Morano took three war- three weeks off Way in too two much. months. Way too much. I stole his audience. You know, I never took off the whole summer. I took off like three days in July. I remember years ago when I mis- stepped away. Oh, God. So All the time. So Chad goes to me. He goes, listen to me. Chad Lopez, our great leader. He, he really is terrific. He goes, I know summer vacation's coming up, and you deserve it. You deserve it. He said, but Imus just left. Here's your chance. And he was right, by the way. Here's your chance to really develop your audience. Of course. So, by the way, Bernie took off the whole summer. But I worked, (laughs) God rest his soul, I worked the whole summer. And I very rarely take any time off because I subscribe to what you're saying. If you're a big-time host on any station, try to take off as little time as possible. Not because I'm nervous about the guy filling in. I couldn't care less if it was Howard Stern, Sean Hannity. They're not better than I am. I don't care about that. But you made the point, and Imus was like this. Imus would put Mike Gunzelman in before me. Because if I hosted Imus' show, people would email Chad and go, Sid's better. Eight weeks of that, and I said, oh, this is going to destroy the show. And you see, some of these guys, 
They have such a fragile ego. Yes. They're so neurotic. Mike Francesa, Don Imus, all those they guys. Go to, they, they go to junior high school. They find a guy there. <laughs> Would you like to do radio so that when they're away, they have this guy on the radio. And people say, oh, I'm so happy to have you back. When Frank Morano wanted to take his three weeks of vacation in two months, he had a list of 72 people, all of whom had been fired at WABC. <laughs> I turned to Chad. I turned to John. I said, I'll do it. I said, we're not going to allow the other side of midnight to go down now. So you did it. And I took his and, audience. And who got better ratings? Me. Oh, my God. Well, this you is don't, terrible. Listen, <laughs> I warn everybody here. You give up any real estate, you ain't getting it back. You're remember getting it back, Wally right. Pip? Now, I do remember, remember Wally, Wally Pip, Pip right? Great story, yes. Hey, take the day off. We got this kid from Washington State who goes to Columbia, Lou Gehrig. Wally Pip never saw the light of day after that. You want to take off? Go ahead, take off. Well, right now you own how many hours of real estate on the station? You're on every weekday at noon. You own every hour over the weekend. How much more time do you want? As much as I can get. <laughs> if, it, if it benefits the station, then that's what we have to do. You know, once you get to number one, and you've been there before, yes, it's harder to stay number one than it was getting to That's number 100% one. That's 100% true. 100% true. And, and I listen to people, and I'm not going to mention names. No, please mention names. I'm no, no. It's a Xerox <laughs> copy of the last show I listened to. <laughs> I mean, I almost want to listen to the podcast of my dentist and my plumber after that. I said that this morning. Don't be afraid to do something different. I mean, look. We know what our bread and butter is, yeah, right? Yeah. Joe Biden, Donald Trump spoke two nights ago. I can't talk enough about Donald Trump. I love him. I miss him. Eric Adams, Kathy Hochul, that's our bread and butter. But every now and then, don't be afraid to talk about and do something Sid, different. This is entertainment. That's exactly We're not right. going to change one vote, one person's point of view. When they listen to talk radio, they already firmly have a point of view. Yes. You know it, and I know it. We got to school some of the others here at WABC that this is entertainment. First. First and foremost. So, so many people, you'll go on these rants at 12.15. Yes. And I mean this sincerely. They're not good. They're brilliant. I mean, you're, you're great. You send me these. I laugh every afternoon. But a lot of these folks out there, this is a testament to you, they will put on Facebook, oh, my God, Curtis really hates Sid. Curtis is mad at Sid. Curtis this, Sid, Sid that. So, yes, on your show, for example, you played me yelling and screaming about how other hosts at this station yes. feel the need to take phone calls about me. And you said, Sid, that's what happens when you get to the very, very top, and you're right. Sid, Sid I hate you with yes. a passion yes, because you you're so far ahead. <laughs> You've lapped us. And I have made a vow. It took me a year to pass Frank Morano and O'Reilly. I'm passing you. It may take me two years, yeah. but I'm coming after you, Sid. But, but it's so not if I happen. like you, if I like you, if I love you, and yeah. I don't go that way, how the <laughs> hell am I ever going to pass you? I got to hate you right down to the marrow of my bone. Every time you miss a minute, you're out an hour. I'm looking at that analytically, and I'm saying, I'm going to take advantage of this. <laughs> and even though, you know, it's like oh, cross country. Yeah. You're like way ahead in Van Cortland Park. <laughs> Nobody can see you. And I'm tracking you. I'm tracking you, man. Two years, and I'll get to your ratings point. All right. Well, see, I wish you luck. I really do, because unlike you, I still love you, even though you were for some reason competing with me and we're on the same team. Plus, there's no way you'll ever catch me, so I have nothing to worry about. Look, competition is great. (laughs) You were weaned on the Imus team, brilliant individuals, and Howard Stern. You've said that. Right. I was weaned by the king of talk radio, Bob Grant. Pretty good. Let's get it on. These were the best of all time. If we can only be 
one half as good as these guys were in their lifetime, then we have satisfied our oath well, to you, the you, Listen, you're being very humble. I, I'm still kind of new. I had a good one with WFAN years and years ago. But I spent the majority of my career down in Miami. I've only been back for six years. Sid, you made your bones down there. A bunch of Alta Cacas <laughs> waiting for the Blue Plate special in yeah. the afternoon drooling. Uh, and you're talking to four people out there <laughs> who had to adjust their hearing aids. You made your bones. Yes, and remember, I, did. I walked into that office of Chad Lopez. He had the contract on my. Looper there. Chad, don't do this. Sid, you need yeah. Sid. Bernie says he wants Sid. True. Thank God Chad said, even if I get fired by Cumulus, yeah. all the suits, because they all wanted Mike Lupica, I'm going with Sid Rosenberg. Best decision that has ever been made at WABC in 100 years. Well, that's very sweet of you to say. And you did play a major role in getting me back here. And I thank you even in the book, page 27, which you always joke about. But do you still... Feel that way even after I tell you what I'm about to tell you, which is last Thursday, me and my beautiful wife, Danielle, went out for dinner. We took Eric Adams, the mayor, out for dinner, spent about two hours with Eric Adams. And I hate to say this to you, we actually enjoyed it. I know, but you see, every day I'm lobbying against you. I call my kumbada cheech Rudy Giuliani. No, stop doing that. You're going to ruin the whole thing. I say, thing. don't you... take the meal. Then you call him up. He's like at the <laughs> Friars Club, an old Altacaca, you know, uh, um, joke master. He's getting calls back and forth, back and forth. You saw me escort him in the other day. I, I saw was lobbying He was him. cracking up. He was cracking up. But you can't do that. This is a very important summit. This is like the Arab Emirates. This is like Anwar Sadat in the well, old well, days. The anti-Semites? What was that? No, no. Ever? we got to get Giuliani and Adams together for the better of the city. You've got to put your little you know, personal feelings aside. I don't put my personal feelings aside. <laughs> As you know, I never forgive and I never forget, Sid. Oh That's but why wait, I'm wait, coming after you. It's going to take me two years. You, you have devoted your life. To your credit, you've devoted... By the way, what happened to your nose? Somebody punched you in the face again? Yes, of course, down down (laughs) in the subway. You can always tell. You've devoted your life to protecting this city. And right now, we need Giuliani to help Mayor Adams to protect this city. Isn't that bigger than Curtis Sliwa? No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, (laughs) As soon as Eric Adams said, I've known for 40 years, longer than you've known him, the moment he got nominated by the Democrats, he called me a racist, a homophobe, a sexist, a misogynist. Well, three of those are true. <laughs> I said, Eric, what happened? And he goes, this is the business that we have accepted. Yeah, so yeah. guess what? I'm going to burn that opportunity that you have to be a kingmaker. Okay, wait a second. Let's face it. Part of this is you want to be a kingmaker, Sid. Oh, that's all of it. There's no question about it. I'm like you. I care about this. So what if I did this? Yes. So you'd be like this. What if I put this together, mm-hmm. and it's three-quarters of the way done. I'm waiting to hear back from Rachel today. I get Giuliani. I get Adams. And you ready for this? I invite you. Now it's Giuliani, Adams, Sliwa, and Rosenberg. God, I can't afford to pay for all that. Because these paying. two guys. I'm paying. Oh, you're paying. Yes. Because you know Rudy ain't paying, <laughs> and you know Eric Adams ain't paying. Thank God. Man, there goes my child support. Man, then all of a sudden I'm going to be in family court. I know you'll need three more hours from John Katsimatidis just to pay for dinner, so I'm not going to do that to you. But if I get you at this dinner, will you become all of a sudden part of the quote-unquote king-making process? Oh, absolutely. Now you can take credit. Now it's about you again. And I will be wired up like a Christmas tree. You'll hear it live and locally here on WABC. Every nuance of the conversation. 
And you know, I know what they're going to do. They're going to pat me down because I've worn wires before. I'm going to put it in a well, place. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Where have you worn wires before? I busted up chop shops on Avenue D, man. The Lucchese. By Utica Avenue? Hell yes. Oh, why did you do that? The babe was there taking illegal baseball bats for something. years. I know that. But <laughs> meantime, the Lucchese's. That's right. They were my enemies. I wired myself. And I, in Brooklyn, they never touch your crown jewels. Because they think it's unmanly. And that's where I always attached it. Uh, and with that duct tape. Let me tell you, getting the wire off. Ah! Oh, my God. That's got to hurt bad. I got a new no. place for the wire that they'll never find it. <laughs> that's fine. It may take away yeah. from my manliness, but well, I, I got to bring this live listen, and locally to WABC. I, I, I got to think that as, as much as duct tape hurts, whether you rip it off your chest or, in your case, your testicles, getting six gunshots to the stomach. Has to be a lot worse. Hollow point bullets. No, you know what's worse? And you Jews know this. Chronic Crohn's disease that I had. Oh, I know. Terrible. I would rather get shot six times again. I would rather say, <laughs> hey, John Gotti Jr., you didn't do the job the first time. Hey, take six more <laughs> shots than have chronic Crohn's disease or ileitis, no, colitis that I had. Terrible. I, I thought it was only yeah. a Jewish disease for no, the Ashkenazis. No, 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 no. But I do want to ask you on a serious note, because we have to run here shortly. When you first got shot, I'm sure you've talked about this before, but it's been many, many years, and I didn't hear this story. So when you first got shot, you're in a cab, I guess. Yes. Did it hurt? Like, were you like in, in or were you like, were you in shock? What was the initial feeling from Curtis Lee? Were pain, shock, nervousness? What was it? I thought it was a nightmare. I thought this can't be true. You Did, know? Was the blood like, 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 like uh, oozing out of your stomach? Gushing or, out. Gushing but, out. But the gunman oh who's now free, he did 20 years. They told him, the Carrazos, don't try to shoot Curtis in the head. He's going to avoid getting shot in the head. Michael Leonardi, ah, I'm, a, I'm a headshot. I'm going to take him out in the head. He shot me right towards the head. It's the only bullet to miss. Wow. And he's out of jail now? He's out of jail. Aren't he did you 20 worried he years. wants to finish the job? That... Oh, I already told the boys there <laughs> uh, on 3rd Avenue near 85th Street in Bay Ridge. Hey, here I am. Ianati, you want another opportunity here? Why don't you go to Rodman's neck and take some target practice, you jadrul? Look at you. You're the greatest New Yorker ever. You're, you're, the most, you're the most fearless. You are just brave, courageous. No, no. You can't say that. Oh, when, Rudy, my, Rudy, when my ex Rudy. is called, my ex oh, yeah. is called, I become yeah. a little wuss. <laughs> I become a little fisher, <laughs> yeah. a schmendrin. When my ex is called, it's like five of them, I'll never the forget that I was sitting hey, in the kitchen. by the way, your ex, Melinda Katz, she's no good either. She's no good. She's letting out this, uh, this gang member who shot this uh, 14-year-old girl on a bus, letting him out like he did nothing wrong. That's not she's... the only reason. I remember sitting there in the kitchen, right? I have yeah. Carter, I have Hunter. I'm reading my newspapers. You know me and my newspapers. I, I'm I inseparable. Know. They're piled up inside to the ceiling. Now I know why Jewish guys die earlier than their wives. Because they having... want to. She... <laughs> not... Right, but she's happy. Having... Why are you reading the paper? Is the paper more important than me and oh, the family? Madonna, my! Oh, I wanted to impale myself yeah. with the manure. That was in the window. <laughs> now it's the phones. Now it's not the paper. Now if you're on your phone, what's more important, the phone or me? That's how it goes. God, it's so horrible. I know it's brutal. I feel brutal. for you, Jewish guys out there. You're gonna die by the time you're 55. It's over. <laughs> you are the absolute best. I can't wait to listen to you today at 12:15. Thank you for uh, stopping in again. It's always a blast. I love you. I'm Thank coming you. for you. No, it's gonna on. take me two Bring years. It. I'm gonna come, come and get you. Let Sid. me let me leave you with these three words, Carter Sleeve. Are you ready? Yep. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. You're on.